BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. I'm Martin Tyler, and you're listening to Harry Simeon. Hey everybody, how's it going? Welcome back along to the Chronicles of Aguna, the Arsenal podcast, part of the 90 Min Football family. As ever, I'm your host, Harry Simu, and on this edition of the show, coming to you live, we're going to be reacting to some breaking news. Aaron Ramsdale has signed a new long-term contract at the club. Now, we thought this was coming. There have been talks uh, of it sort of being imminent for a little while now, uh, around about a week. We've understood that the negotiations have gone really well, that Arsenal wanted to, A, tie Aaron Ramsdale down on a long-term contract, but B, give him an offer that reflects his status as one of the best goalkeepers in the Premier League, which he very much is at the moment, um, as a real important part of this project, of this team moving forward. He's had a brilliant season. Yeah, I know people would think of that mistake against Southampton, which was quite recent, and that will contribute maybe towards their opinion of him. But generally speaking, I think Aaron Ramsdale's had a wonderful campaign. And I think as an Arsenal goalkeeper, he's got better and better and better. He brings so much to our game. We talked about it uh, just recently. He allows us to play out from the back in the way that we want to. He provides um, the ability to to deal with the press because he's so comfortable at receiving the ball back from his defenders, really confident in terms of the way he distributes it, chipping it over people, looking to pick out passes rather than just um, sending aimless balls upfield. He has been a real asset to this team. And, and I've said this before, and I'll say it again because the time is right to say it again. In the past, I wasn't too keen on this signing. In the past, when I heard that we were linked with him for £35 million or north of that, it seemed strange to me. It seemed like a deal that couldn't be anywhere near the top of Arsenal's priority list. A deal that shouldn't have been done at that point before signing a big, important midfielder. I thought that was the priority. But clearly, Mikel Arteta had an idea around the way that he wanted to play. Clearly, he didn't feel that Emi Martinez or Bern Leno were able to give him the particular skill set that Aaron Ramsdale does. And therefore, we had um, had to make that change. You know, we had to bring in a goalkeeper that would allow us to start playing out from the back, that would allow us to become press resistant, that would make match-winning saves when it really, really mattered, of which Aaron Ramsdale this season has made plenty. There is so much to be pleased about with this deal. And all of a sudden, a goalkeeper that cost us, what, 30, 35 million pounds, now looks like he could be worth in the modern day, 
60, 65, 70 million pounds. Some people might think that's ludicrous. Some people might think that's crazy. But I think that is bang on the money because it's very rare to find a goalkeeper who's A, as good at making the match-winning big moment saves that Aaron Ramsdale does, but also allows you to play out and build up in the way that we want to. And with that becoming a more and more popular style of football, the value of somebody like Aaron Ramsdale has increased dramatically. And as I say, we knew this was coming, but it's always nice, isn't it, to get these official announcements. And I have to say, in the build-up to this weekend's game, which we'll be looking ahead to on tomorrow's show in a lot more detail, I have been feeling deflated. I have been feeling downbeat. I have been sort of focused on the summer. And, and I've sort of looked past Nottingham Forest and I've looked past Wolverhampton Wanderers. And, you know, I, I don't want to feel like that. The reason we feel like that is because there has been a disappointment, obviously. Um, but really and truly, the pride should outweigh the disappointment. The pride should take over. And actually, now, the more I think about it, the more I can't wait uh, to get down to Emirates Stadium next Sunday and give those players the send-off for the season that they deserve when they do the lap of honour, lap of appreciation, as it's called. I really do want to, um, you know, to 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 make sure that we as a fan base get that message across, that we are proud, that we have, um, although it's ended in, in heartbreak, we have been um, enjoying the ride and, and we want to see more and more and more of this. And we want to keep pushing further and further forward. And, you know, we keep talking about transfer business. We keep talking about Declan Rice, Moises Caicedo, various other players that we've been linked with in the media um, in recent days, weeks, even months. But it's so imperative that we keep a hold of the core that has got us here. Where we can upgrade, great, we'll upgrade. But if these players continue to develop at the rate that they've been developing under Mikel Arteta, then there's no reason to need to go into the market um, and instead, what we should be doing is uh, tying these guys down, making it clear that they're valued at the club, making it clear that we feel they're a big part of our future, helping to, to take them up to the next level, allowing them to grow and flourish together. That's so, so important in terms of team spirit. I mean, that's how Jurgen Klopp did it for me. You know, he, he started to build a team and he got them to a point where they were unbelievable. And the only reason they don't have more Premier League titles to their name is because they were up against that absolute juggernaut that we've come up against this season. Um, but that didn't take away from Liverpool fans' enjoyment. That didn't take away from the sense of pride that they had in their team. It didn't take away from the support, uh, which came as a result of them seeing their team moving in the right direction. I'm really loving them and believing in them. And that was lost to Arsenal for a bit. Let's not beat around the bush. Let's not pretend that all of us were as engaged 24 months ago as we are today. So that's something that obviously uh, Mikel Arteta has brought. That's something that the the building and development of this team has has created. So I, I'm, I'm delighted. And um, Aaron Ramsdale is a big part of that. You know, he feels like someone we can relate to, very down to earth. A uh, very entertaining guy, but also seems like a real um, good character to have in the changing room. He's got lots of belief in himself, but also clearly has a willingness to improve because he has improved tenfold since coming to Arsenal Football Club. Yeah, he'll have the odd moment. And I've said this a million and one times. When you're asked to play that way, there will be moments where you run risks. But the manager will know that and the manager will be accepting of that because he will feel that the rewards that you stand to gain from playing that way outweigh the risk 
and the number of times that you're likely to get caught out. So look, I'm delighted. Let's have a, a quick look at the um, the announcement. So Arsenal uh, released this via social media video where Aaron Ramsdale was talking about how thankful he was for the way he's been welcomed into the club. And he said this was a really, really easy decision, of course, because of the love that he felt uh, coming across. Um, and... Um, you know, there has been that instant connection, I think, between the fans and Aaron Ramsdale. Uh, the 25-year-old has already made 76 appearances for Arsenal in all competitions, with his performances being rewarded uh, by being named in the England squad for the 2022 World Cup in Qatar last December. As far as I'm concerned, Aaron Ramsdale should be England's number one. Aaron joined us from Sheffield United in the summer of 2021 and enjoyed a stellar first season with us, keeping 14 clean sheets in all competitions and being voted Arsenal's Player of the Month in both the October and November uh, 2021 uh, periods. And he made, of course, his senior international debut. Um, included in the many highlights during Aaron's first season with us was his sensational stop from James Madison's free kick, which helped us to Premier League victory over Leicester in October 21. He's continued his great form into this season, where today he's kept 14 clean sheets and won the Premier League Save of the Month award for both March and April he began his pro career with Sheffield United before joining Bournemouth as an 18-year-old in 2017, where he made 37 Premier League appearances for the Cherries. Having previously gained first-team experience on loan at Chesterfield and AFC Wimbledon, Aaron returned to the Blades ahead of the 2021 campaign and was an ever-present in the Premier League that season before moving to us. This is what sporting director Edu has had to say. He says, it's great that we've agreed and completed a new contract with Aaron. We've enjoyed so many positive moments from Aaron's performances in his two years with us and are looking forward to many more. We must also remember that Aaron is still very young, so there is still a lot more to come from him as we continue to build with our young foundations. Mikel Arteta has also spoken, and he says we're all so happy that Aaron has signed a new contract. The way Aaron has developed over the past two years has been exceptional with his performances, contribution, and overall adaptation to the club. It's great. We're continuing to build our future with our biggest talents in our young squad. We're all looking forward to enjoying many more years of Aaron, the player and the person at the football club. And there is a fantastic interview with Aaron Ramsdale and Arsenal goalkeeping legend David Seaman available on the club's website now that you can check out and you will enjoy it. Um, it is uh, it is really, really good. So um, great news. We hear that the Saka deal was done as well and we should get an announcement around that. In the not-too-distant future, we hear that Arsenal are quite confident of getting a deal done with William Saliba. We also heard earlier on in the week that talks with Martin Odegaard and his people are progressing well as well. So there is lots to be positive about, lots to be optimistic about. And if Arsenal do this summer right in terms of tying people down and going out and bringing in the players that we'd all love to see come to the football club whilst building on and in continuing to improve the squad we have, next season could be even more exciting than this one. And um, yeah, fingers crossed that is the case. Look, let's take some of you guys' thoughts from the live chat. It's just a very, very short, brief edition uh, of the podcast today. I uh, wasn't actually going to do one today. I was going to come back tomorrow uh, with a longer episode, looking ahead to the game, uh, of course, against Forest at the weekend and rounding up the latest transfer news and reports. But um, when this broke, I felt the need to jump on. And I am uh, here in the 90-minute office, which is why I'm in one of these little space booths. I know the sound isn't as great as when I'm at home, so I do apologise for that. Um, but look, uh, this couldn't wait until I got home. Breaking news, Aaron Ramsdale signs a new contract with Arsenal. Uh, Canterbury Gunas says, Evening Harry and chat, finally some positive news this week. Um, Peeny Ween says, Woohoo. Uh, great stuff. Moss says, nice one. 
Um, Rami down, and now we need Saliba and Odegaard done too. Uh, Big GZ says, afternoon, Harry. Are we in safe hands? I think so. Um, what else have we got? Cavill says, great boost. Ramsdale was an unsung hero this season. Afsar says, uh, Rambo has been good. He is young. Um, what else have we got? What else have we got? A uh, big hello to uh, Haris, who joins us from Cyprus, I believe he says. Yep. He says, uh, shout out to my boys, uh, Christos and Leo, who I am getting hooked on your channel for great Arsenal content. Thank you very much. And a uh, shout out to the boys as well. Hope you're good. Hope you're well. Um, Peeny Wynn says, Pep liked Ramsdale whilst at Sheffield United. So I can see how Arteta got to know him. There was an interview or, or a clip of an interview going around in which Aaron Ramsdale revealed that Pep Guardiola said, yep, you could play for me. Um, you would fit into my style. Never said he was going to go out and get in mind, but clearly Pep Guardiola has been an admirer of Aaron Ramsdale because, you know, those guys, the guys that studied him properly and, and watched him closely clearly have seen that, you know, he's got the skill set to be able to play in a certain way. And, and let's be honest, without this coming across as, you know, being stereotypical or anything like that, generally speaking, you need to look at, foreign goalkeepers for that kind of skill set. And that's what makes Aaron Ramsdale so brilliant, in my opinion. He's got that sort of dominating nature that the sort of traditional English goalkeepers used to bring to the table. Um, he's got a wonderful shot-stopping ability. His agility is incredible. But also he's got that continental style with the ball at his feet. And that's what makes him such a valuable player and such a valuable commodity. So I'm I'm delighted uh, about this news. I really, really am. Uh, Wandering Minstrel says he saved us at least 10 points this season. I agree. I agree. Uh, we've got lots of you joining us at the moment. Big hello to um, everybody who's in the live chat. As I say, uh, we'll do a few questions. Just got a couple of other bits um, that I wanted to uh, just quickly chat about as well uh, off the back of this other news and, and stories that are doing the rounds today. Um, Chloe Lewis says, great news. Uh, Moss says, uh, when do we start worrying, Harry, if we don't hear Saliba has been signed yet this summer? No need to panic just now. Um, let's see how it goes over the course of the summer. Um, you know, it could be announced into the new season, the Saliba thing as well, because, you know, there is a little bit of time and and sometimes these things are harder to do than we as fans want to. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning for my tax bills so I don't dread April every year, producing a balanced budget, not just for football, and saving on travel because spending less on airfares means more money for an extra night and maybe a fancy dinner too. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money podcast on your favourite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Believe or want to think. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see. Amira um, says, One thing I've noticed and love about the contract announcements recently from both men and the women's teams is the emphasis on family and home, filming at the Emirates, or combining nostalgia with it is smart too. Yeah, I think the club have got so much better at all of that stuff. Um, Chloe says, uh, I'm just hoping that Ramsdale can improve his composure under pressure. No denying his shot-stopping ability and the range of passing um, is uh, is amazing, which, I yeah, I agree with. Um, 
let me just touch on a couple of bits. Uh, there's a couple of other bits we need to talk about, we need to address today, because there's been a couple of wild reports doing the rounds. Um, we're not going to talk transfers necessarily, what we'll do tomorrow, because I know a few of you have brought up Cancelo, Tierney, all of that stuff in the chat. We'll do a really long um, episode tomorrow where we'll break all of that down. Maybe we'll do two episodes tomorrow. Maybe we'll do one transfer-focused and one Nottingham Forest-focused um, because obviously that game is coming up at the weekend as well. But the bit that I wanted to talk about um, today was uh, was with regards to Manchester City um, and uh, the ongoing uh, row, do you want to call it that, legal dispute that they're currently involved in. Uh, in with the uh, Premier League. So we'll get on to all of that uh, in a little bit. Let me just take a very short pause to give you a quick message from our sponsors, the good people over at NordVPN. Don't forget the Chronicles of Aguna podcast is brought to you by the good people over at NordVPN, the virtual private network service for you. Gives you added security when surfing the World Wide Web, which is always uh, welcome, of course, but also the ability to change your virtual location. And that opens up a whole load of possibilities. Change your virtual location. uh, Let your browser think you're anywhere you want in the world, basically, and you'll be able to access films, streams, uh, content. Uh, TV series, subscriptions that aren't generally available uh, in your region. No more geoblocks. That's what NordVPN can do for you. For me, it's particularly useful when I want to watch Greek television. Um, I've often wanted to watch things and not been able to do so because I can't log on to the various iPlayers as a result of them being geoblocked. Now, with NordVPN, I can change my location to Greece and I'm able to access whatever content it is I want. And all of this, as well as a number of other benefits, which you can read up about via the link below, for the cost of a price of a cup of coffee per month. If you sign up with NordVPN via our link, which is in the description below, nordvpn.com forward slash Chronicles AFC, you will be able to get a huge discount off of your plan but you'll also get four additional months for free. So it is well worth it, I promise you. And we thank the good people over at NordVPN for their very, very kind sponsorship. Open the doors to the rest of the internet. Uh, Give yourself added protection and security. It's the fastest VPN service out there as well. You can register it on up to six devices, just the one account on six devices, which is incredible. And it costs the price of a cup of coffee per month. NordVPN.com forward slash Chronicles AFC. Okay, we are back. Uh, We are back. Right. I I just want to talk a little bit about this Man City thing. Remember, the transfer stuff, we'll do it and we'll do it in bulk tomorrow and we'll do it in detail and we'll break it all down properly because um, this is an episode coming to you from the office. It's not the same. I don't have all the same stuff to hand um, and I don't have the time, unfortunately, uh, in this little space booth. Uh, There's people already staring at me thinking, come on. Uh, I'm like the listeners, guys, the listeners. Um, But yeah, look. Um, Manchester City obviously absolutely thumped Real Madrid last night. What a performance it was from Pep Guardiola's side. They made light work of them. They absolutely battered them. They pressed them like crazy. They had the quality to punish them when it mattered. And that was, as far as European displays go, maybe the the perfect performance from Pep Guardiola's side. Maybe the most dominant European performance we've seen from an English side ever um, up against a Real Madrid side that are experience that have been there that have done it that many people thought 
maybe won't necessarily have enough to get past Manchester City over the course of two legs, but who certainly um, will cause them problems. And there were no problems for Manchester City. Name in the chat says, weirdly, it made me feel better. And I felt the same because I looked at them and I thought, you know, yes, OK, we fluffed our lines a bit. OK, you know, we, we weren't able to get over the line and finish the job. And we weren't able to maintain the standards that we'd set ourselves over the course of the season. But look at what we were up against. And people will say, I'm just trying to make myself feel better and I'm just coming up with excuses. It's not about excuses. It's about the reality. It's about looking at that team and acknowledging how fucking good they are and that it's not easy when they are the ones chasing you to be able to hold your nerve and keep going and keep going because ultimately what you need to be to, to beat them to anything is flawless. Absolutely flawless. So... Um, I watched that. I did feel a little bit better off the back of it. Um, I have to say, yeah, you know, that, and I'm sure a lot of you felt like that too. Um, I'm sure a lot of you uh, looked at them and just went, wow. But there has been this talk in the background about obviously the, what is it, 115 Premier League charges uh, that are, of course, um, that have been leveled against them by the Premier League. And that does impact the tone uh, with which we discuss Manchester City, because there is always this thing in the back of your head. Well, you know, if they've cheated, which, listen, I, I have to be very clear on this, right? Whatever we have in terms of individual opinions on Manchester City and this investigation, the fact is until that independent panel come up with a decision, there's not really that much good talking about it. Um, you know, we know what the charges are. We know that there's an independent panel having a look at them and um, and we await a verdict. Now, my concern is that this is something that's going to go um, is going to go on and on and on and on for a long period of time. Manchester City uh, will obviously be fighting this legally and will probably do a very good job of it as well. Um, the Premier League will, having published these charges, will, will be desperate to make them stick as well. This feels like it's got the makings of a long old battle. And um, and I don't see really the use of us obsessing over it. What I will say um, is that I think for now you have to be able to. And I know a lot of Arsenal fans haven't done this and don't want to do this and, 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 and will certainly not listen to my advice. But what you have to be able to do for at least the time being is separate the football to that. And if we're looking at the football in isolation, forget how they got there and forget whether there's anything untoward in the lead up to that. The football has been sensational for Manchester City. The level at which they're playing is is incredible. Um, it's been top class um, and, and that is undeniable. Pep Guardiola for me is the best manager in world football. They've got some of the best players in world football and the standards at which they're performing at the moment are unbelievable. However they got there is another debate for another day. And that's for that independent panel to decide as to whether or not they've done something wrong. I'm not going to sit here and slander them on the basis of a charge. Let's see what the outcome is to that. But an interesting story uh, which came out today is that Manchester City have lodged a legal challenge against the Premier League's 115 charges for alleged rule breaches, disputing the involvement of the barrister who is in charge of the disciplinary process because he is an Arsenal fan. Uh, City raised the dispute in relation to recent changes in the Premier League rules, arguing they should not apply to investigations into alleged rule breaches before then. They're also understood to have challenged the involvement, as we say, 
of Murray Rosen, KC, the head of the Premier League's independent judicial panel and the person who appoints the chair of the disciplinary commission because, as I say, he's an Arsenal supporter. The reason I bring this up, and this is reported by the Times today, is because their barrister, Lord Panic, is a gooner as well. It just makes no sense. This is bonkers. And where I'm really, really worried and, and really sort of concerned now is um, is that this is just, you know, if Manchester City had everything in order to be able to say, um, and again, this is speculation, but if Manchester City had everything in order and were able to say, um, you know, this is what we've done, therefore our name's cleared, this will all be over. But the fact that they've responded by going back at the Premier League, which obviously they're going to do because they feel hurt by this. I've spoken to Man City fans, to people that cover the club. They as a club feel attacked. And and what they've done is got on an incredible run of form since these charges come out. Maybe it's contributed to that togetherness within the camp. But the fact that the Premier League are, are trying to review this with the independent panel Manchester City are fighting back. What does it tell me? It doesn't tell me who's innocent. It doesn't tell me who's guilty. It doesn't tell me anything other than this is going to go on for bloody ages. So if you're sitting there sort of moaning and saying, you know, they should be stripped of everything, they should be relegated, which a lot of people are doing. If you think anything is going to be resolved or there's going to be any sort of conclusion in the near future, honestly, like don't set yourself up to be disappointed um, because... For me, this is going to go on and on and on for a long, long time. And this is something that we're not going to hear the conclusion of, I don't believe, for maybe years. And um, and that means that we're always going to have this conversation bubbling in the background, that every time Manchester City is successful, it's going to come to the surface. And, um, and, and it's kind of, it's not the way you want football to be, right? You want these things to be resolved accurately, obviously, but quickly too. And if they're resolved quickly, then everybody can move on from it. You know, if, if the Premier League are wrong, they can put their hands up. Manchester City can come out of it without any reputational damage and everybody can move on. If Manchester City are wrong, then they'll need to be punished and we'll need to um, we'll need to see what the um, the sort of, uh, you know, the suitable punishment for that is. But the longer this goes on, the more damaging I believe it is to the Premier League, the more damaging I believe it is to Manchester City. But just seeing that City have gone back and have raised concerns about this, this and this, suggests that they're going to fight this and take this all away, as opposed to just proving their innocence. They want to make a point and they want to make a statement and they want to fight back, which suggests we're in for a long old court battle uh, from which we probably won't get any resolution uh, over the last uh, or in the next uh, maybe year, maybe beyond that, which is obviously disappointing because I don't want this conversation to continue. I want the, the the resolution to be found. I want the outcome to be quick, to be swift, but obviously to be accurate as well. And then from then on, um, you know, we can uh, we can see where it goes and, and move on because, you know, I want to be, I, I want to look at their performance last night and listen, I'm not a supporter of Manchester City, obviously, but I wanted to say well done to Manchester City last night. I wanted to compliment the performance. I wanted to talk about how good they were in a purely footballing perspective, because first and foremost, we're all football people, right? I wanted to see all of that. I wanted to speak about all of that. But every conversation I've had today has been dominated by the talk of sports washing the breaches, et cetera, et cetera. And it's just not healthy for the game. Whatever team it is, 
this needs to be resolved nice and quickly. But hey, uh, just wanted to raise that point. Remember the transfer talk, we'll do it all tomorrow in a lot more detail. I'll be at home all day. I'll be working from home. So we'll be able to do multiple streams if we need to, depending on how the news drops. And uh, we'll also be previewing the Nottingham Forest game as well. A big thanks to every single one of you who jumped on with, what, five minutes notice uh, to join me to discuss the breaking news this evening. Aaron Ramsdale has signed a brand new contract with the Arsenal um, a new long-term contract, and uh, he's the latest uh, of a long uh, list of players, hopefully, that will be tying down to long-term contracts as we look to build on what's been a successful season for the Gunners in terms of laying those foundations to go on and win the biggest trophies. Thank you all so much. I'll see you all next time. Until then, goodbye. I'm Martin Tyler, and you're listening to Harry Simeon.